Hello everyone and welcome to the Kinky Spiel. I'm your host, Fedra. So today I kind of want to cover something I've been talking about with some of my friends, which is essentially... Um, as educators, there's a lot of talk of what is this word and what does it mean and what is this dynamic and all this other stuff, but we don't very often get into the why. Um, so the why that I am going to answer today is essentially, um, why not just add some kinky stuff into the bedroom and just call it a day? Why make an effort to be in a dynamic? And why do some people choose to be in a state of what we call 24-7 dynamic? And why do you hear some people say now that they have the experience of BDSM that they can't go back to their vanilla life? I think a lot of that starts with understanding what BDSM is because a lot of people have the misconception of whatever Hollywood shows you, which is a lot of leather and full suits and whips and chains and and being tied up and um, being blindfolded, which, yes, that is definitely a part of BDSM and it is very fun and I condone it very much. But there is so much more to it that is non-sexual that still fulfills needs of the individual. So I did do some research online because I kind of wanted to answer that question for myself as well while kind of thinking through it, kind of seeing some other people's answers. And the one thing that I came across over and over is that all the answers are different and because the answer is very personal. So I'm going to talk purely from my own personal experience. When I think about my relationships before discovering BDSM, even though I was kind of playing around with it, I didn't quite know what it was. Um, I remember uh, having a huge amount of uncertainty can I not say that word? Uncertainty? Close enough. <laughs> uh, so my question of wanting to get to know someone, like I, I always wanted to be able to ask more questions, but I was afraid of seeming nosy or clingy. But in BDSM, those questions are expected, not just the, what do you like? And what are your limits? And what is your safe word? But what do you need and what do you expect to get out of this relationship? And when I'm getting to know someone or I'm negotiating, I can't help but wonder why this isn't a conversation that people in their vanilla relationships have. Usually that information is something that you learn over time, but why can't it be upfront? Why can't we start addressing those wants and needs from the very beginning? I feel sometimes like the communication barrier between people these days is broken. And maybe communication has always been broken. Um, because when I have to have 
a serious conversation with the people in my life, I feel like not only do I have to get them alone, but I also have to get very blunt in order to get what feels like a pull and tug of just trying to get an honest answer. Like, if they're honest, then they'll be vulnerable. Or if they're honest, I'm going to get mad. And that's all I'm going to say about that because that's going to start a whole nother rant that has nothing to do with BDSM. So I'm just going to leave that there. So, anywho. Also, going through a scene with someone creates an intimate bond. You have the negotiation period of your likes, your dislikes, your limits, your safe word. But then you set up uh, a time and you either like go straight or you like go straight into the scene, which more than likely you're going to be putting yourself in a state where you're either physically and or mentally vulnerable. Then you have your aftercare. And there are days when I just feel like I need a full day of aftercare where life has just beaten the crap out of me and I just want someone to hold on. We can chit-chat or watch movies or whatever and chill. But just hold on and let me feel that closeness. Um, Because if you think about what aftercare is, um, you've both have gone through something. And now comes the soft happiness of calming down from that adrenaline where everything's going to be okay. um, And you just kind of allow some, some time to to settle down from whatever it is you just went through and let me tell you y'all going through bdsm anyway no matter what whether you're not you're vanilla or kinky because life does more damage to people mentally and physically and there's not enough aftercare where's the aftercare from life that's why i'm asking here <laughs> maybe that's in a rant for another day but i feel like that is essential and and I know this should be a part of every relationship, and maybe it is, maybe it's not, but I haven't always felt it, where the intention of having a top and a bottom, of having a dom and a sub, a master and a slave, a daddy and a little girl, uh, any title you want to call yourself, is that whoever is leading has good intentions for the the other person they're in the in the partnership with they want to look out for them they want to make sure they're healthy there's a lot of focus around making sure that they're doing self-care and I don't think people in this world do enough self-care making sure they drink enough water making sure they stretch and take their vitamins and go for a walk and get enough sleep. We, none of us are doing that. And I don't know why, like what else is so important that we are unable or unwanting to take time to take care of ourselves. Um, I mean, it's not glamorous. It's not sexy. You know, drinking a glass of water is not like, Ooh, la la or, but the benefits from it. And I know we've all heard this, We've all heard it and that's fine, but stay with me. The benefits of just getting enough water helps your immune system. It helps your digestive system. It helps you 
lose weight, stay full. It helps your skin. Um, it helps you just feel better. Um, and peeing, you pee a lot, <laughs> but it's just, there's so many, but it's just, it's so simple. It's so easy. And even if you don't like the taste of water, there are things you can add to it for flavoring so that you don't taste icky water. I like water. I think water is refreshing and I crave water usually because I'm dehydrated because I am like everyone else and I don't necessarily do all the things I need to do to make sure to take care of myself. Because honestly, if I was taking care of myself, I would be sleeping right now. Because I have to get up super early to take someone to work and I should just come home and go back to sleep until my alarm goes off. But instead, I research, I look into, I usually do a podcast. This is, it's super early right now and I'm, I'm talking to you guys um, because it's a passion of mine and it feels like an opportunity, a moment that I'm going to miss if I don't. Anyways, I'm going into another rant. Look what y'all doing to me. So why BDSM? Why can't I go back? Because it other relationships don't feel as deep. It feels like I'm simply looking at resumes. I'm looking for someone to fulfill something in my life where in BDSM I'm it feels a little bit like that, like when you're like, do you have any references? Like, maybe it feels a little bit more like that. But I feel like I come into a relationship with more information that I'm able to create a bond faster, that there's more trust because I am forcing myself to get to know them and to have those conversations that in vanilla relationships felt hard to ask, like, Am I like, this is really personal. Um, should I be asking this? Or in BDSM, you're like, this is really personal. I need to ask this. So then it becomes, I want to, and I need, um, and it was, it's for their safety. It's for my safety. It's to see, sometimes it's just to see if we're even compatible. And I think people get stuck on thinking compatibility necessarily means sex, which again, it doesn't, um, and when I say BDSM isn't always about sex, think about, think about a day. Let me, let me create an image. <laughs> uh, for me, it would be, of course, in a DDLG dynamic. So a perfect day for me that was, that with no sex would be essentially waking up to someone who immediately shows that they care for me. They hold on to me. Maybe we have some breakfast or they make me breakfast. Um, we, we curl up, watch some movies. We have that connection time, that time where we kind of just spend together. And for me, I know you all probably heard of love language, but one of my love languages is is time, is spending time with me and not staring at the same screen. So I, I say movies because I like movies, but also, you know, I would w always want to talk. I want to have a discussion of how's your day going? How's your life going? Let's, let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Um, because I want to make sure everything's okay. I want to make sure I understand the stresses of my partner and if 
there's anything I can do to help make their day better or their week better or, you know, maybe I'm their stress. Maybe they're like, you're really stressing me out lately because of this. And then we can address it. Like, I want to have those conversations. I want to have that connection with someone where I feel like they're my best friend. Like I can talk to them about anything. And I think that's what we all want. We all want someone we can trust. We all want someone that we feel like even on my worst day, you're not going to walk away from me, that you're still going to be there and not because we're in a broken relationship, but because we care because we love each other and we know each other and we both work towards making the other one happy. And I feel like that's the best way to be in a relationship is if both sides are working their darndest to make the other side happy. Um, because then you're both showing love towards another. You're both searching or researching and and making an attempt to show affection. Um, and then there is those conversations of, even if it's just like, what do you want to do this weekend? Um, maybe it stresses, Hey, you're really stressing me out. Cause every weekend it feels like the second you get up, you're go, go, go. And you just want to do all the things. And I just want to relax. I want to sleep in. I want to, you know, not feel like there's a bunch of chores to do. Or that, you know, I finally have some time off to relax and that now I feel like I'm just at another job. And I have, I have people I know in that, in their vanilla lives where their marriages have ended because they didn't have that conversation because they did feel like their weekends were just another job because their partner was just go, go, go when they just wanted some time to settle their mind. Um, and they just ended up feeling like they were just an an extension of uh, of a to do list uh and so I would say though and uh, there's absolutely no reason, and I am one of those people that's go 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 that's like and no, it wasn't my relationship. Um, but I am that person's like, I got this and this to do and I have to do this and I have to make sure I get this. And so on the weekends, even on Saturday, Sunday, doesn't matter. Um, I will get up early. I will get all the things done. I will have a list of items that I want to complete. I will know when I want to get them done. Like if I want to mow the lawn, I'm not going to do it at four o'clock in the morning. Um, and yes, sometimes I get up at four on the weekends. <laughs> Uh, because I, of course, don't want to disturb my neighbor and or get the police knocking at my door for noise control. Although I did have a neighbor that mowed his lawn at 10 o'clock at night once. Just saying. <laughs> um, but it's... Because of what BDSM enforces for safety and for... Uh, trying to ensure each other's pleasure um and and if you just think uh, about a scene and itself, and that kind of goes along with it too because yes sex can very well be part of bdsm how often think about uh, all the vanilla relationships you've had how often have before having sex said all right 
this is the things I like during sex. This is how I want you to touch me. This is how long I want us to do. Is that compatible with what you want? Is that compatible with what you think you can accomplish? Um, and then afterward, I want this and this and this. Um, or do you just kind of like, hey, I'm feeling horny right now. Let's have sex. And then you have the sex. And then either you cuddle or they go home or they fall asleep or whatever. And then maybe you feel disappointed in the end. As opposed to having that expectation com um, conversation beforehand. And getting what you want out of it. Like, and them having the conversation of, no, I'm not okay with this. Or... Um, it feels really weird kind of sticking around afterward. I feel like I'm just going to leave. And then you can make the choice of if that's what you're going to do, then I would rather us not have sex. Or if that's what you're going to do, then I need you to do this first. Is that compatible? And like, just give me five minutes, five minutes, hold on to me, talk to me. Let's have a conversation or let's not talk. Just hold me and then you can get up and leave and I don't care. Like. How amazing does that sound of, okay, we're going to have the ones, this one night stand, we're going to have sex, we're going to, um, I really like anal, I really like doggy style, I really like being spanked, you know, not just trying to figure it out and guess on the way through, but here is a roadmap to my happiness. What is your roadmap to your happiness? Let's find a good medium and let's make each other happy. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> Oh, okay. Apparently I'm turning into a gangster. It's fine. I am gangster as well. Um, but I feel like more practices in BDSM need to be in the vanilla life. And I can't say that enough. And apparently I'm going to say it multiple times throughout this podcast. So I would look into, even if you're like, when it comes to BDSM, I'm still pretty vanilla. I'm still pretty, I like the basics. That's absolutely fine. You can have it any way you want. Um, and just make sure it's up front and feel free to push yourself just a little bit, you know, expand what you feel is within your comfort zone. Um, and be honest with your partner and, I feel like also a lot of us make assumptions of another person. Like they'll hear something and maybe they'll misunderstand or because of their own past experiences and their own past relationships, they make assumptions that maybe it's me or maybe I'm the only kinky one. Like, no, you're not the only one that likes porn. I feel like a lot of men feel like they're the only ones who like porn. I'm sorry. I can tell you a lot of women who watch porn it's a thing we have our wants and our needs too and if we think about and I actually heard this in a movie once where it was a couple getting divorced and um somehow throughout the or during the divorce they had a conversation about things that they like in the bedroom that the other wasn't wasn't providing and it turns out they both liked the same thing but they assumed the other one would not and the the comment in in the movie was think of all the years of the great sex that we missed and then as a separated couple they started having this fabulous sex which was one of the biggest issues of their marriage um 
And really what it comes down to is be honest with each other, communicate, and sometimes it's going to be hard. Maybe you need to find a medium in which you can correctly communicate. Like for me, it's really hard for me to have verbal conversations, not confirmations. (laughs) Um, I like to either email or text because I like to read through my words and make sure that I am correctly conveying the word that I, or the, the energy or the issue that I'm trying to get through. And so I can, I can do research and I can make sure that what I'm finally sending you is what I want to say. Because when I'm in a verbal communication sometimes I I can't find the word I want to say or I feel like I'm saying it wrong I feel like I'm pressured because it's you're having a communication or you're communicating right then and there in front of them and they can see all the things and maybe you think you're being judged and or I think I'm being judged apparently um whereas if I can just have a moment to collect my thoughts and not and sometimes I'll write hate emails. Like if I'm in an argument, I'll say all the things like, and then I will be like, all right, now I've said that. Let's erase that. And let's get to the actual point of what I'm trying to say, because I guarantee you, if I'm just screaming obscenities at someone, they're not listening and I'm not getting my point across and they're just getting defensive and I'm getting defensive, of course, at that point. And we're no longer listening to each other. We're no longer solving anything. So that can be part of your negotiation. Like if we're fighting, I need to fight with you via text or I need to fight with you via email. I need a chance or I need to be able to go cool off. I need to process things that you've told me. Um, and I, and I need you to respect those boundaries. Cause I've also seen this too in marriages where, and I say marriages because I feel like that's the highest you can go in a relationship. I don't know. Um, where one side is so is someone who I need to process before I can respond. And the other side is I need an answer now. And so when the one who needs to process tries to take the time to go cool off or go collect their thoughts, the other one is badgering them and going after them. And I need, I need, I need. And they're just spinning and they're not really listening because all they want is for it to be over because their anxiety is so high and intense that they're just looking for the I need you to say that you still love me I need you to say that we're okay and you can negotiate that too like if we're in an argument and um you need time to go process what I need you to say to me is I love you. I'm not going to leave you, but I need to go take a walk. I need to go take a drive. I need to process this. And then I will come back and we need to have this conversation. I need you to respect that boundary. Like that is honest. That is blunt. That is still loving. That's stating your needs. And that's, creating expectations like I can't imagine how much more healthier that could be um, unless maybe you didn't come back after you left in which case that could cause some really trauma anyways <laughs> and and that's all been taught for me through BDSM um, through learning 
what it is and how, how to get to the end goal. Um, so that's why BDSM for me, because of, I love the communication. I love the requirements. I love the people. I really love the people. There's a lot of people, a lot of friends that I've made that I don't think I would have made outside of, of this because I met them through BDSM. Um, and they're just so loving and caring and, I love that they're willing to teach and they're so patient and not everyone you're going to meet every, okay, I'm going to start this and I'm sorry for cursing. Every aspect of anything has their assholes and you can't judge an entire community over those few. And for the most part, the people I've met have full hearts and, I think where you really find the trouble is the people who are new or the people who don't truly understand BDSM and are in it just to get their kicks, honestly. And that, again, that's going to be true with any any scenario you look at. If you look at the government, there are people who are just going to be in it in the government to get what they want um, and not care about anyone else or anything else. And then you can have your assholes who just should not converse with people. <laughs> so try, don't let, if you, if you, if you're just starting out in BDSM and you're just getting into the community, don't let it, the, those people influence you as, Oh, I never want to do this again, but just know that they're out there and know that a majority of us aren't like that. And we really do care and we really do like to teach and we like to seek out others that are just like us. Cause that's, I mean, that's really all we're trying to do is, is trying to connect with other individuals who are into the same thing. So if you have any questions, please let me know and all this will be sent in the ending credits. So have a good day. Bye. And if you like what you hear, you can listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. And if you have a comment or something you want to research or whatever the case may be, um, as long as you're nice, please email me at fedralg at gmail.com. That's P-H-E-A-D-R-A-L-G. Thank you so much for listening. And I have had so much fun talking to you guys. Have a fantastic day. Bye.